Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. reanimator yes and we have not really discussed it <laughs> other than some of the trivia last night yeah and then i said oh i can't wait to record so what did you think okay i don't know how i didn't watch this before because this was hilarious it is it is so funny it's so cheesy mm-hmm. i loved it intentionally yeah hilarious it's not like sleepaway camp where i had to watch the commentary to find out, mm-hmm. oh, no, this is not supposed to be campy, no yeah. pun intended. No, this was supposed to be ridiculous, and it does not disappoint. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it gets so off the rails. It's so funny. Yeah. It's so bloody. <laughs> it's extremely bloody. It's extremely bloody. It's hilarious. I loved it. I think it's the special effects guy said this was the bloodiest movie he's ever worked on. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. It was great. Mm-hmm. And it was all old school, practical, yeah, practical 1985 effects. Yeah. Like, there's no <laughs> there's no CG in this. It's all just camera angles and holes in tables. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Grooves cut out of shovels. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And uh, a lot of glow stick fluid. Yeah, lots of glow stick fluid. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it. I did. I liked it a lot. I thought it was so silly. <laughs> there are two sequels. Are there? Well, of course. It's definitely set up for a sequel at the end. Yeah. What I can't figure out, um, and we'll get into it, but Dr. Carl Hill, mm-hmm. Headless Hill. Headless Hill. Appears in the next one, and his head is just destroyed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's going to be hilarious. Yep. So the movie starts in... Germany. Germany, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Or Switzerland. Oh, sw- maybe it is Switzerland. Yes. Um, it's just a German doctor. Yeah. Named Hans Gruber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which I don't know. I can't. I couldn't find a definitive answer of whether or not Alan Rickman's character taking... Because he's not... I don't think he's really named Hans Gruber. I think uh-huh. that's the alias he chooses in Die Hard, but maybe yeah. I, I'm wrong on that. Um, but yeah, it's the same name as Alan Rickman's character in Die Hard in that Die came Hard. out three years later. Yeah. I want to say that it was on purpose. I hope so. Because that would be amazing. I didn't see Die Hard until fairly recently. Mm-hmm. 
and that would make me like Die Hard even more. Would it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Knowing that it was this nod to this just not, uh, really, really cheesy yeah. splatter film. Mm-hmm. So Herbert West, who's like a medical student. Yeah, he's a medical student, like studying death and like brain, specifically brain death. I yeah. guess. Uh, is working with Hans Gruber, and there's commotions. People bust into the room, and then you see Hans Gruber's head. <laughs> inflate and then his eyes explode <laughs> yeah it's like one of those like stress ball things that's yeah. shaped like a mm-hmm. face yeah, yeah. so beautiful yeah and then it's it would appear that herbert west is arrested but then i guess not uh, yeah apparently not because like the police drag him away but then it cuts to an american medical school and you know. which is also the same building used as Cyberdyne in Terminator 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Miskatonic. Miskatonic. Yeah. Cut to an American medical school. Where the, we meet Dan Kane. Dan Kane. Well, I, I wasn't sure if he was a student or a doctor because the uh, doctor has the line of a good doctor knows when to let a patient go. Yeah. Or whatever. That doctor, by the way, is played by director Stuart Gordon's wife. She's great. Who apparently she appears in a lot of his movies. Uh-huh. And like he's known for killing her in a lot of movies, but she doesn't die in this. No. Mm-mm. Also, how old would you guess she was when they filmed this? Like 50? She's in her 20s. Oh my god, seriously? Yeah. She has a very um mature look. <laughs> yeah. And David Gale who played Dr. Hill uh-huh. is 1 year older than me. He's 49 when he made I this. Was like he's in his 60s. You're like Yeah. In the 80s, people just looked really old, apparently. I guess so. I guess. I don't think I look that old. No. Like, compared to, you know. No. I mean, I look old now. Like, I think I've caught up to my age. Yeah, but you don't look like you're 60. Right. Even though you're late 40s. Yeah. It is aided by the fact that he has the world's worst wig. Dude, that wig. Is it looks like it's not fully on his head, like it's hovering above his scalp. Yeah. It's so bad. I don't know if that character appears in the Lovecraft story, Herbert West Reanimator, mm-hmm. or not, but they said the toupee made it more authentic to the character, mm-hmm. which I kind of get because the character is kind of like a creepy guy trying to yeah. hold on to youth and life and everything. Yeah, yeah. But. David Gale did have a full head of hair, but they couldn't afford to match his hair to a prosthetic head. So they said, hey, would you shave your head head so we can can use the same shitty wig on both you and your prosthetic head? That's so funny. And we didn't know that until afterwards. No. Because we we made the joke during it, like, do you think they just asked him if they could use his toupee on his prosthetic prosthetic head? head? And the answer was yes. Yes. Yes, they did. That is exactly what happened. In Bride of Reanimator, the sequel, Mm -hmm. the screenshots that I saw on IMDb, apparently they let David Gale have his real hair. Oh, how nice. Yeah. Herbert West is now enrolled in this American medical school. And and does not like Dr. Hill at all. He's like, you ripped off Hans Gruber. You know, you stolen all of his work and you have no idea what you're talking about and with regard to brain death. 
Every time we say Hans Gruber, I keep thinking of <laughs> die hard, die, <laughs> mm-hmm. work hard, or tr- die trying girl from oh, Bob's Burgers. That's right. That's a good one. He ends up renting a room from Kane. Kane, yeah. He's like, Do you have a basement here? You do. This will work out just fine. And I'm like, I don't think I would let someone rent from me if that's the first thing they said. <laughs> if that's their. Hi, do you have a you basement? Do? <laughs> <laughs> you have a basement I can be creepy in. We also find out that D- Dan Kane, I always want to say Dean Kane. Yeah. Superman. Dan Kane is dating Megan Halsey, who is the um Dean's daughter. Like yeah, the, the dean of the medical school. Yeah, played by Robert Sampson. Yeah. Who actually was old <laughs> when they He looked younger than him. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> He did. Apparently when they were shooting, because Dean Halsey turns into a zombie. Yeah, basically. He was driving home from set and had to stop at a gas station. And he was still in zombie makeup. And the people were very concerned about him. I mean, I'm sure. I feel like that's the kind of thing that happens in Hollywood a lot. Yeah. You just see people and you're like, they must have been filming something. (laughs) Like, Right. Why else would they? I mean, there are a lot of crazy people, of course. But yeah, you definitely see a lot of people who are like dressed or made up in a way where you're like, oh, that's they're coming from set. I think. How long do you think it took to shoot this? A couple of months, maybe 18 days. As long as it took to shoot the fight scene at the end of Streets of Fire. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, this came together really well for only being 18 days. Yeah. Because this movie is so funny. like 16 days and two days of reshoots. Wow. Yep. This is this movie is so funny. One of the, So, like, one of the first... No, like, the second interaction between West and Hill is when they're, like, in a lecture and he's talking about, like... <laughs> he's basically, like, pulling the brain out of a corpse. He's like, this is how you do it. You just peel it back like an orange and then you just <laughs> pop the brain out. And Herbert West keeps holding a pencil in front of his face and snapping it to distract him. After he snaps a pencil and they cut back to him and he has a full pencil, I was thinking, continuity error. And then he snaps the second pencil. Yeah. He just keeps snapping. It's so funny. He's like, West, how dare you? Right. (laughs) Like, you should get a pen. (laughs) Then he's going to just break a pen. Like, I don't know what to say here. Yep. Jeffrey Combs reminded me so much of William Shatner with his acting style <laughs> that it does not come as any surprise to me that Jeffrey Combs eventually went on to play an alien in one of the Star Trek series. Oh, yeah. No, that yeah. makes sense. And like William Shatner, he's like a Shakespearean trained actor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. He gives it an 11. He does give yeah. it an 11. And very short guy he's listed as five seven so you know that means he's five three yeah he's a little dude and uh i made some sort of joke about him and michael j fox both being little guys yeah he's in frighteners with michael j fox is he really oh that's funny yeah that's cool also uh at this point in the movie when we meet megan halsey Mm -hmm. when dan kane and she are getting it on Mm -hmm. there is a talking heads poster Yes. On his bedroom on wall. His bedroom which wall. is funny because later there is a talking Doctor Hill is a talking head yes. throughout the second half of the movie. It is very fun. So what happens is West tells Kane, like, listen, I've figured out how to cheat brain death. If you inject the serum, you know, you can reanimate 
And, and yeah, he, I did it by not killing by your cat. By not killing your cat. But now I fixed it, although it's super aggressive, and yeah. we had to re-kill it. Yeah, you know the cat in Pet Cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> this one makes that one look, look like Garfield. It's so funny because when he first reanimates it, they just have stuck like some like a stuffed animal to the back of Wes back, and he's like, ah! like <laughs> yep. and he's thrashing all over thrashing the lab, all over the place, and then Kane throws the cat against the wall, and like all of his organs fly out, and then they reanimate and then it they again, reanimate it again, and I'm like. There's nothing inside of it anymore. How is it even moving? You're reanimating a lump of fur. Yeah. But it was like 100% just a stuffed animal that they like put some ground beef on. Yeah. It's really funny. So Kane is convinced. So they break into the morgue. Yes. Where we meet the security guard. Well, we met the security guard earlier. Yeah. Who keeps saying, are you going to be down here a while? I'm going to go. Get some, coffee. get some coffee and he said it in a way that when we watched it i said to you like man that looks like a euphemism for something he's doesn't doing it? something but then he's reading like a titty magazine right so Stuart gordon confirms in the commentary for this that get some coffee means the security guard's gonna go jerk off <laughs> i mean it makes sense yeah because he has a titty magazine. <laughs> yeah. But I love the fact that he says it in a way that you know he's not really going to get yeah. some coffee. He's not like, oh, I'm going to go get some coffee. I'll be right. He's like, I'm going to go get some coffee. Right. <laughs> like, what the But f- they never explain it. Mm-mm. So they reanimate a corpse mm-hmm. who, for some reason, they pick the strongest guy the in strongest, the morgue. The strongest, biggest dude. Uh, played by Peter Kent, who has been Arnold Schwarzenegger's body double for like 14 years oh, wow. or something. Yeah. I can see it. So, yeah, you have this giant Arnold size naked dude. Yeah. Who, surprise, when he reanimates, he's also aggressive. Yeah. It wasn't just a cat thing. No, no, no. So no. they reanimate him and somehow Dean Halsey ends up killed. Well, kill- Dean Halsey is like, I don't want Kane in the hospital. He's suspended. But then the nurses or the doctor or the nurse or whatever on the floor is like well he just went down to the morgue like sorry yeah so he's like i'm gonna go get him so he's like meg you stay here and like makes her sit and wait and he's like watch her and then he goes down to the morgue as this person is being reanimated and surprise it kind of kills him yeah he's standing on the other side of a giant metal door and the reanimated corpse pushes over the door and starts jumping and starts on it. Starts jumping on it and then smashing him against the wall until he's dead. Yeah. So they're like, I know what I'll do. I'll just grab this bone saw that will totally just cut through your entire body. Yes. You know. Never mind the fact that the cat that was thrown against the wall had no internal organs. Zero. Yeah. For some reason, that works. But if you, if you use the bone saw to just kind of like you know drill through like that was a great effect that was a great effect because they drill through like his heart and out to the front so it was a really good effect and like i said like he's naked so it's not like to hide right it's not like you have like a a dummy's body yeah i mean clearly they had a dummy's body but like it was very seamless from like his head to the fake body yeah they did a really good job yeah. with that. However, they hit it. It was really good. Yeah. Because um, there's a few scenes where Dr. Hill is just ahead and you can kind of see like his body black, in black. Yeah. A <laughs> yeah. couple of scenes. It's not yeah. It's not bad, though. It's, yeah. I mean, it's 
it's not great, but not a couple okay. scenes, but a couple shots. Yeah, a couple yeah. shots. Yeah, yeah, a lot so, of dong in this movie. Of, ooh, so much dong. So then they're like, well. The one guy is listed as like tall, skinny corpse. They should have called him Swinging Dong Corpse. Because that guy. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. That was all over the place. Yeah. So they're like, well, shit, Dr. Halsey's dead. That's not good. We'll let's just bring re- him back. Let's, let's bring him. We'll reanimate him. It's, yeah. He's just freshly. It's either that or start killing people. Yeah. So they reanimate him, and surprise, he is also exhibiting signs of aggression and it's he wants to kill people yep so he gets locked up in a psych ward that just happens to be like attached to dr hill's office (laughs) like there's a like one way glass like a one-way mirror in dr hill's office to like a padded room i'm like this doesn't it was such a shoddy constructed set that they had to tell robert sampson don't bang against the walls because every time he did, he would knock over the sets. <laughs> yeah, so he's just kind of going like, yeah, like he's just standing in the yeah. middle of the room, just kind of like thrashing back and forth, but not like running into anything. Right. It's fantastic. So then Meg is like, you have to fix my daddy. There is a reason that he probably had that room. There's a subplot that was cut out explaining that. Dr. Hill, and they kind of mentioned it at the end, yeah. was working on mind control. Yeah. But like, he was trying to do it with, like, living people as well, yeah. too. But he found that if it was these people who had been reanimated, if he also then lobotomizes them, then he can have control over them. Yeah. is kind of what he's figured out later. Yeah. So he lobotomizes Dr. Halsey, and he's just like... In the corner of the room, like, I want to back up just because we were talking about, like, all the, at the end, a bunch of corpses in the morgue get reanimated. Mm -hmm. So you just have, like, a half dozen naked people Mm -hmm. attacking. Yeah. (laughs) So in that group is also the ER patient who dies at the beginning. Yes. Played by... Uh, Anise Holzman, who, you know, hasn't done anything else Mm -hmm. movie related, but... (laughs) Apparently, uh, they say that she was a dildo aficionado and would hide dildos around the sets. <laughs> That's so weird. I love it. That's great. I love it, too. I kind of want to own this movie just to watch the commentary now. I approve. So Dr. Hill, who after lobotomizing um, Dr. Halsey, realizes like, mm, he's dead. He's actually dead. Goes to the house where Herbert West is, who is working on some things in his basement. And he's like, listen, West, I'm going to take credit for your work, just like I do all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get you, West. And they get into a fight. And then West chops his head off with a shovel. (laughs) (laughs) And then here's my favorite part. He puts the head in a like a casserole dish. oh yeah yeah um and then like in a baking dish and then <laughs> the 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 body is just on the floor so he reanimates the head and the body which seems like that was his mistake yes you shouldn't have reanimated the body yeah why yeah because like and for some reason even though destroying the heart of arnold schwarzenegger's double mm-hmm. destroyed that zombie the head that has no heart attached. That's, I don't know if you know anything about anatomy, but that's not where the heart is it's located. It's not. It's not. Um, the head comes to life. The head comes to life. 
the body comes to life, beats him up. <laughs> yep. Doesn't kill him. Doesn't kill him. And then just carries a tray with his head back to his office. To get a, um, like a medical a mock-up bu- head? Yeah, a bust, like a, a anatomical bust of like a head. Yeah. To wear instead of just his own head. Yeah. In the commentary, Barbara Crampton says, why didn't he just put his head on there? Wouldn't that have... And they were like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No, you didn't, though, did you? He kidnaps Megan Halsey because he also has like a a boner for her. Yes, he does. Even dead. He even has a dead boner for her. Yeah. Yeah. It turns out he has a file with like her hair and like pictures of her. Newspaper things about her cheerleading awards. Yeah. Nasty. Yeah. So he strips her naked. Hot. In the parental guide for it, it says full frontal nudity. Uh, full on bush, possible Merkin. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. But we certainly see all of her. So he straps her to a table next to his head, which is just in a in a pan. Yes, <laughs> like his head's in a pan, and he's like, Ugh, his hey. head gets horny. His head gets super horny, but giving, <laughs> very giving. He's like, ooh, I'm going to lick your face. And she has one hand free. Like, she's gotten one hand free. Mm-hmm. And she's like, ew, ew. She's Licks not her trying. nipple. Yeah. Ugh. And then the body <laughs> grabs the head. And, and this is where you can actually see his body. Yeah. Like, in the, uh, and then. She's like, no. Starts to put it between her legs. Yeah. When David Gale's wife saw that scene, she said, how dare you? Stormed out and never returned home. Divorced him because of that scene. Wow. Yep. That's rough. Yikes. <laughs> oh, my God. That's yeah. so bad. There had to have been more. Like, I don't think they had oh, a I'm happy sure. marriage. Oh. And then she was like, you know what? I just can't take this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure this was like the straw that broke a camel's back. It's not clear what other straw there was. Straw of those blonde pubes. <laughs> oh. Yikes. So then Dave or um Kane busts in and is like, Hold on, I'll save you. I don't remember what happens first. Does uh Hill say, Oh yeah? And then uh have all the court or does um Well no, like they run in and like so West and Kane run in and they're like Oh yeah, they are together. Yeah, That's they're right. together. Yeah. So they run in, so like West heads for Hill and like Kane runs to Meg and is like, Oh my god, I'm sorry, babe, and like puts a shirt on her. They're talking. He's like, oh, was that your plan? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I had a plan, too, or a backup plan, too. And then all the other corpses that are in the morgue sit up. <laughs> You're like, oh, <laughs> all at the no. same time. All at the same yeah. time. I'm like, ooh. And then it turns into a naked Royal Rumble. Naked Royal Rumble, indeed. Yep. Yeah. It's real gross. Dr. Hill's head gets thrown against the wall. Mm-hmm. And splats. Well, because um, who comes in to Dr. Halsey? Yeah, the dad. You the know, dad. Yeah, ma- finally goes. It's sort of like the Darth Vader redemption yeah. scene. Where he, she, Meg's like, look at me, please, daddy, just look at me. And he's like, oh. And he basically just turns against all of the other zombies and is he grabs Hill's head and just crushes it yep. and then throws it against the wall. 
where like the way it hits is sort of like a Halloween mask, like it's an hilarious. empty Halloween yeah, mask. Yeah, it's an empty Halloween. Yeah. Like they probably fill it with like jello. Yeah. And then just heaved it against the wall. It was pretty great. And then all the other zombies tear him apart piece by piece. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a good shot. It's in silhouette. Yeah. And there's this gas that yeah. gets released. Yeah. Like one of the zombies knocks over like some chemicals that's in there and it, mm. you know, gases the whole room. Does Dr. West die during this? What happens to him? I can't remember. It looks like he does because he gets like wrapped up in something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, He overdoses the body, uh, Hill's body. That's right. And then all the intestines come out. Come, th- yeah, that's right. The intestines shoot out and wrap around him and he can't get Like an free. anaconda. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they're trying to get him out, but he's like, go, go. And then he throws his bag. He's like, my work. <laughs> throws right. the bag with all of his notes out. And then as Kane and Meg are trying to escape, one of the zombies chokes Meg in the elevator. Yep. And so that kills her. Yeah. Instead of just trying to stop the zombie, Kane runs back down the hall, grabs an axe. Chops the arm off. Chops the arm off. Where it's still choking her. Where it's still choking her. Apparently to death. Yes. Yeah. And then he has to- By the way, Wes does appear in both sequels, too. Does he? Well, then I guess he survives. Yeah. We don't know for sure if he dies, though, at the end of this. So then, you know, he has to rush her back upstairs to, you know, be saved because she's not breathing. And I would like to point out that while he's carrying her, she does not have underwear on. I did not notice that. So she has on, like, a men's shirt- Mm-hmm. Like button down, but no underwear. So every time he turns and her butt's out, you can see everything. I'm like, holy shit. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. I don't know what it's saying about me that I notice all them dogs, <laughs> but not the lady part. I don't know either. It's it hard looks- to miss those dogs. Though. Uh, dude, it is hard to miss those dogs. So then, you know, it's kind of like a. You know, it circles back to the beginning where he's trying to do CPR and it's not working. And they're like, Kane, she's gone. So then they all leave the room so that he could say goodbye to her. He kisses her dead body. And then he's like, I know. The glow stick. The glow stick. So he decides he's going to reanimate her, too, because it's gone so well so far. Yeah. I don't see why that would be a bad idea. No, definitely not a bad idea. And credit. It's all over. We don't know what happens next. Yep. But we can assume. So this is one of the first films for Brian Yuzna, who produced it, mm-hmm. and Stuart Gordon, who directed it. They later went on to create Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I loved that movie as a kid. I still love that movie. Yeah. It's still fun to watch. That's Which awesome. Which is another movie about a scientific thing mm-hmm. gone wrong. Gone wrong. It is. Yeah. yeah. Reanimator. Hilarious. Even though, like, I always get bummed out with horror movies that have to kill an animal. Mm -hmm. Because basically, if you see an animal in a horror movie, you're like, well, that's about to die. Like, there's just no way the animal's going to make it through. So I always get kind of bummed out by that when they do that. But I will say that the special effects are so bad. Yeah, so cartoonish. (laughs) So cartoonish. Now that they're bad, it's just, you know, like, you know, how well can you do yeah. A taxidermy cat, basically, um, that it you can tell it's a stuffed animal. It's totally fine. Mm-hmm. So if you're sensitive to that sort of thing and you don't see the cat die, they just find it dead. So it's like, I prefer it like that if it's a thing where you don't actually see them like being hurt. Exactly. So all October, we are going to do horror movies. Yeah. 
This was the first one. Mm -hmm. I hope that you guys liked it. We'll see you again next week. Yeah. All right. Spooky. Bye-bye. Spooky. Bye-bye.